Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Say North now. Welcome to our continuation of the Divisional Series Breakdown. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to be following suit as we have each of the past uh, six weeks, I think it is. I don't know. There's eight divisions. We only got two left. So six weeks by giving you a player that we must have and then the one that we're trying to avoid per division. On this week's episode, we are tackling the must- the division that is called the a- NFC East. I can't even talk. Like I'm just really struggling for words right now. And I, I apologize. You're to all choked up because you get to talk about America's team. The oh, my Eagles. God. Yes, yes, America's team. Uh, we are talking about the NFC East this week. Um, I've got a lot of choice words, and it's just an interesting division as a collective whole. Uh, like I said, we'll be talking about each team, somebody we must have on, the, on our roster for fantasy football, and one we're trying to avoid. And then the second half of the episode, we will be breaking down the predictions for each, for each team, and then we'll be ending the show with the movie corner. As always, joined by my partner here, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty uh, good. You know, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It looks a lot like Darth Vader holding uh, his lightsaber, but I'm starting to see, you know, and then we can, things uh, slow down for a day or two before we hit the massively busy season for us who do movies and football, which is the fall. Yeah, it's uh, August, I feel like, is your last, um, for people like you and I, it's the last really kind of quote-unquote rest which i mean guys like us we never really rest because we're always running we're always doing things and we're always watching stuff you know the content never stops coming out even with the slow month in theaters there's been a lot of flux of content coming out on streaming platforms which i wrote about this in one of my articles i don't remember which one it was but studios or, or streaming platforms understand that august is for just kind of all this is like the second january right you know what i mean it's the calm before the storm type of thing so they just have been so they've taken advantage of it releasing some bigger style movies throughout this month on streaming platforms but we'll get to the movie corner later we'll bore uh we won't bore you guys that don't listen to the movie corner with the movie corner right now but we're going to bore you with some talk about the nfc east um last year the division fell Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, and Giants. God, Commanders, just going to stay weird saying that. I just, I still like to call them the Redskins from time to time. So it's like, I just got used to saying football team. And now I'm just like Commanders, which I think is a terrible name too. So I, I don't even know. I'm just, I'm just whatever with this team. Um, all right. So with that being said, we're going to kick it off with our first place, Dallas Cowboys. Um I am going to kick it off with the must-have, and I think Fox and I are on the same wavelength on this one, C.D. Lamb. I love the talent. I love the talent coming out a year ago. I think he's going to even eat even more this year. Um, I know that they don't have the dynamic duo that they once had last year with him and Cooper, but I think Lamb is that good. You know what I mean? Lamb is going to be a top five to seven receiver in this league for probably a decade as long as he stays healthy. Um, he's an incredible route runner. He has an incredible hand. So I look forward to that. Now for the flip side, my avoid is going to be Dak Prescott. 
And I just have a I, I just have a little bit of a concern taking him off a quarterback. I've seen him go, I've seen him on some people's at nine, ten. That's around the collective of a lot of people have him. I'm just not taking him there. And I think I'm just avoiding him right there. I think there's a few guys that I like a little bit better. I am concerned about the lack of weapons. They do have some solid weapons, but maybe they try to rely a little bit on the run game a little bit, um, which, you know, um, it's more of a two-head monster, and I think it'll become more of a two-head monster as the season progresses, even though they've got like a $28 million trillion running back there that I think Fox will talk about in a few minutes. But um, but yeah, so C.D. Lamb, I must have. My avoid is going to be Dak Prescott. What about you, Mr. Fox? Yeah, my I have a couple of Cowboys that I like. Lamb is is one of them. You have to pay up wide receiver seven, but um, I think I think he's gonna really take off this year. Um, he was wide receiver fifteen last year, nineteen last year, um, with Amari Cooper and everything else going on with Gallup kind of injured, not sure when he's going to come back. James Washington broke his foot. It's Lamb and it's Tolbert. And then it's the other guy that I have loved all year long is Dalton Schultz. Um, Law was made that Amari Cooper, they traded him away, but they did it because they decided to invest in Gallup and in Dalton Schultz. And I think with Lamb and Schultz, you're kind of seeing the Cowboys offense revert to a, a kind of glory days, you know, Des Bryant, Jason Witten, um, having that receiver and tight end. Schultz was tight end three last year. People are sleeping on him. He's tight end six right now. I think he's top three again. He's one guy outside of the whole, my God, there is a moose right outside my window. Um, he is one guy, sorry, do not see that every day. He is one guy outside of the kind of traditional top five um, that I could see going top five. Sorry about that. When you look up and you just see antlers in your window, it's an exciting time. That's hilarious. My uh, my wait for the Cowboys is Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, he's currently going as RB15. He could finish there. He finished in top 10 last year, could go higher. I think they like Tony Pollard. And Zeke's yards per game have kind of ebbed down. I just don't get a great feel. The Cowboys' offensive line um, has lost pieces the last few years. Have they sufficiently replaced those? Um, it's not bad value. I'm just not all in. And I think there are a lot of people that think it's you know going to be Elliott and Saquon Barkley back to the moon like we were in 2017-18 again. I'm not sure we're going back there. Speaking of which, by the way, uh, we're recording this. I think it's going to be a week in advance. So yesterday we caught a glimpse of the Titans preseason game. And I just want to touch on something. Start Malik Willis. Start Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill sucks. And you're not going to the Super Bowl. I think that the Tennessee Titans win as many football games with Malik Willis at quarterback as they do Ryan Tannehill. All right, that's the end of that rant. Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I, I am so... I've done an impout face on this team over the last six months. And I think it's just based on the fact that this team won or went to the playoffs last year. Right. You know what I mean? They went to the playoffs last year. They kind of surprised a little bit. Um, I'm still not a Jalen hurts guy. Let's I'm not ready to admit that Jalen hurts is the be all end all. I do understand that if he does not do it this year, that they are locked and loaded in order to get a quarterback in next year's draft, which is pretty, pretty good. But um, looking at this roster, I, I think that there's just so many um, 
so many pluses here, right? You know what I mean? You have a, a plethora of weapons. I think Jalen Hurts is going about where you'd expect him to go. I think that we're going to see him throw it a little bit more this year just because they added A.J. Brown to the fold. And then, of course, Devontae Smith, Dallas Carter. It's it's a loaded team. Um, I struggled with this team for the must-have. Um, there's a guy that, that Fox highlighted – um with Devonte smith going at wide receiver 36 that just seems crazy does that seem crazy to you it's too low so that's i i agree that aj brown is probably the number one guy but 36 for smith feels a little low i guess he was only wide receiver 30 last year and that's that's the thought but i but he think was it. offense may like be a he... little bit better yeah yeah, it's just like for me, it's like AJ Brown opposite Devontae Smith, in my opinion, raises Devontae Smith value. And we'll we'll touch on it on next week's episode of the AFC. I think the same thing goes for two receivers for the Miami Dolphins. I think the presence of Tyreek Hill only enhances Jalen Waddle. You know what I mean? Like that's the type of thing that I think that we're gonna get from AJ Brown um with Devontae Smith. And then I you know, the void, it's hard to kind of look at this team. I don't really want any of these running backs. I don't. I think the running back thing is going to be an interesting cycle of guys that are going to be carrying the football like they did last year. Miles Sanders obviously came out and said he wants the ball more. Well, you know what? So do I. You know what I mean? But um, I'm I'm on the same – Dallas Goddard, I don't – I think he's the guy that takes the biggest hit of anybody of A.J. Brown coming in. I don't think it's Devontae Smith. I think that the re- reflection of the rankings – right now shows that Devontae Smith takes the biggest hit with um, with A.J. Brown coming on board, but I disagree. I think it's Dallas Goddard. I think Goddard's still going to probably finish as a top 15 tight end, but um, it, I, that's not saying much. You know what I mean? Like there's guys that that score eight touchdowns and get 500 yards and end up in a top 10 as a tight end. Tight end is such an ugly position, but you're going to pay that premium for Goddard. What do you got, Fox? Yeah, it's the same for me. Devonta Smith, I thought was going too low. It's 36 and Dallas Goddard tight end eight. That's not terrible, but I, I like the wide receivers a little bit better. So I think we're kind of on the same page. I don't know what to make of the backfield, but neither of them is going particularly high. Probably I didn't realize until I was looking it up that Gainwell finished higher than Sanders last year, but they were both in the 40s. Their best running backs, their quarterback. It's almost... It, the Eagles offense and their weapons and what you're thinking about them almost mirrors the weapon setup for the Buffalo Bills. Like Agreed. one of those running backs might hit. Good luck choosing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, transitioning to Washington commanders. What do you got? Uh, in Washington, I must have, I'm going with Antonio Gibson. He was running back. 19? He's going at 19. 19 right now. Cannot was- believe it. RB10 last year. I thought that was a uh, typo. I'm not not to interrupt you. Matthew Fox lays it out every week for me uh he, or for for the show and does the show rundown and it said 19 and I swore to you that it was a typo. I swear to you. I thought it was a typo. Sorry, you can continue. I just thought it was a typo because I was like there's no way that this guy is going RB19. So, sorry Fox, go back to what you're saying. Um yeah, I mean, he was RB10 last year. I know the concern. I have some concern possibly long-term. I don't think Brian Robinson's the guy this year. If they decide they don't want to re-up and pay up for Antonio Gibson, I can see them rolling. You know, they've given themselves options. But I still like him to be the main rusher there. The tough one for me, avoid, I'm going with Terry McLaurin. He's at wide receiver 16. I love the talent. 
I don't know what to make of Washington's passing game, and I don't know if I'm completely bought in on Carson Wentz. I've heard some uh heard some we've heard some interesting chatter about Wentz in camp, but uh both ways. Some have said he's awful, some have been like, uh, oh, he's never looked better. I just don't know what to It was the same anymore. thing with like Zach Wilson, right? Because yeah. Zach Wilson, I saw the one report where Joe Flacco was the best quarterback at, at Jets camp from somebody who was there. And then somebody responded, no, Zach Wilson had a really good day. And I'm just like, what is going – like, can we get the same report? Like, we're here together, guys. Can somebody tell us the same thing? Because I agree with you, these, this, mis- this mix match of information is quite interesting. It's because um, it's all people's opinion. You know, they're just sitting back there – watching it's weird like we need some games yeah (laughs) you know we're we're well past the point uh where we we need game reps and we need some meaningful game reps for people who are going to be starters which you don't get a hall of fame game you don't get week one of the preseason here coming into week two uh, of this is the only game that matters will be this weekend the only Um, game when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The only games yeah, that matter is this two. is the one that you play starters yeah. for half half the day. And you know what? I, I find it interesting. I don't know what they're doing. I was listening to one team on NFL radio and I hadn't put together. They play three preseason games in 13 days and then have 17 days off before the season starts. Are we not thinking this out a little bit more? Well, can we not space out preseason? I don't know. I know they're, I guess, given a runway to college, but it feels a little bit weird. Yeah, I also think Labor Day plays a factor in it too, because Labor Day, I know they skip that. That they never like the games. It's I think the first the game's runway always. to college. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares about college? I'm just kidding. Um, with that being said, I'm with you. I actually, I'm with you on the both of these guys. Like this is crazy. Whenever I was, I, I already had my names lined out, and I'm with you on Gibson and McLaren. I think McLaren will probably have a thousand yards. It'll probably have you know six to eight touchdowns, but. It's just – I'm just not paying that uh, wide receiver 16. It's going to be interesting to see how he gets there. There'll be weeks probably he has like 200 yards, and then some weeks will have like three catches or six yards or some shit. So, um, Giants, plant my flag, Saquon Barkley, top 10 finish. I don't care what anybody says. I want Barkley. I want all the Barkley. Give me all the Barkleys. Um, I can't wait for week three for him to get hurt and then me be like, ah, oh, well, you know, who cares? Um, but uh, give me Barkley. I like Barkley. Um, he's RB 16 right now. I think it's worth the, worth the price of admission. Um, I think I just snagged him in a league that we're in together in the second round and uh, I don't care. So, uh, I like, I like Barkley. I think the opportunity is there. The talent's there, period. The talent's there. We just need to see it used. Obviously the biggest concern is, is the, you know, the rest of the team stinks. So, um, for my avoid, everyone else. I want no part of anybody else on this roster. I don't really care. I think the receivers stink. I think their quarterback stinks. I don't even remember who their tight end is anymore. Um, uh, Daniel Bellinger, Jordan Akins, and exa- so Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, I said what I said. Actually, I like Ricky Seals-Jones. He's just – he's never been great. But, I mean, when he does play, he's actually decent. But um, 
Daniel Jones sucks. The Daniel Jones experiment is over after this year, and I can't wait for him to be playing in the XFL next year. But um, I I just don't care about this team. I think they're bad. I think they're going to be one of the top five worst teams in the league. And, uh, yeah, what about you for the Giants? You know, I like Brian Dable, and um, I think they will be more fun to watch. Um, I think the ones we should all pray for is the – uh, team one of the teams we'll talk about next week the Patriots who have now Joe Judge and Matt Patricia running their offense um I Brian Dable I have enjoyed his Buffalo offenses uh, I just don't know what to make of the insane receiver group that they have right now and I get the weariness of the receivers because none of them were particularly good last year um I think Kenny Galladay finished in the 70s uh, Kadarius Tony was wide receiver 88. Shepard was wide receiver 96. Darius Slayton was wide receiver 106. Now you've added Wandale. We don't know what we're doing with you, Robinson. I am on the avoid all the receivers except for Kenny G. I think the hate has gone too far. I think with a weapon like that, Brian Dable is going to figure out how to get him the ball. Also, we've seen him in the past thrive in poor situations with poor teams. A lot of pressure on Daniel Jones this year. Last year, I tended to feel like he was better than he was being given credit for, but the rubber's going to meet the road uh, this year. And I think if he stumbles, they won't be afraid to put in Tyrod Taylor behind him. That's part of the reason you went and paid Tyrod. I know you're – I see those eyes. I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor's – He's better than Daniel Jones. I think they're (laughs) going to put up some points, and if it doesn't work out, they'll go and get it. A quarterback they've really worked on the offensive line um i want to believe in saquon barkley but we just passed his rookie year whether it be the inefficiency in the giants offense and scheme or injuries we just have not gotten enough out of him and i'm to the point now where people still want you to pay like he's a top 10 running back and i would have to actually see top 10 production before i'm willing to pay that makes plenty of sense um Moving on to the predictions of the division. Um, let's run down. We got the Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Giants. That's how they finished last year. Um, I am in the same boat. This is okay. Again, uh, I ran the I ran our weekly thing and and I've been struggling because I I've run it five times and I'll plan on running it one more time before a big finale show um, before the season starts. But out of the five times I had the Eagles finishing first place two out of the five times, which was, which when I say that I've had the Eagles and Cowboys within one win of each other every single time. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I give the Cowboys the slight edge. Um, I have them finishing 11 and six this year. They're over unders 10. Um, I got the Eagles at 10 and seven. They're over unders nine and a half, which was very weird to see their number that high. I guess maybe it's just the offseason they've had. That's the reason why. Commanders at eight games. Um, I've got the Commanders are eight and nine. Um, and then for the Giants, they're over under seven. And I have the Giants finishing four and 13. So, um, so yeah, Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Giants finishing exactly the same as they did a year ago. So, what do you So, I've kind of I've kind of come around. I re-ran mine recently. I think a majority of the NFL teams are going to finish between six and 11 wins with only one or two teams hitting 12 or 13. I actually didn't predict any teams now at 13 wins and only a couple of teams diving below that. Um, 
Atlanta, Chicago, and uh, Houston being those teams for me that are under six wins. I think Brian Dable will help the Giants be a touch better, but not incredible. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. It wouldn't surprise me if Philly made a move up. I think there's a lot of optimism because they went and got A.J. Brown, but they also picked up quite a few defensive pieces, including Hassan Reddick um, and some other pieces. Dallas over-under is 10. I have them 11-6. Philly's over-under is 9.5. I have them at 10-7. and seven. Commander's over-under is 8. I have them at 9-8. and eight. So I have all three of those teams going with a slight over. Giants over-under is 7. I think that's a little ambitious for year one with Brian Dable. I think they'll be better. They'll be more interesting to watch, but they won't be incredible. I went with... Six and eleven. Yeah, for me, it's it's <clears throat> yeah. So we were really close there on the top three. I went eight and nine for the Commanders. So we had everybody finishing basically. We had eleven and six Cowboys together, ten and seven Eagles, and then you had nine and eight. I had eight and nine Commanders. I think the Commanders are an interesting team. Uh, I still think that Wentz gets way more shit than he deserves. Uh, he's not a terrible quarterback, and that's where I think people get it wrong. I just think he's been in. He's not, he's also, it's just, I feel like whenever he's on television, it's like, those are the moments where he decides he's like Kirk Cousins. He's on television. So he's going to decide to have one of the worst games we've ever seen in entire life. He'll fumble the ball out of the back of the end zone randomly, or like, you know, punt it to the two or some shit. Um, with that being said, um, we appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode of the NFC East. We're going to transition over to the movie corner. So um, if you stop here, we appreciate you guys listening each and every week to Fox and I make sure to check out all the, uh, NFL previews that have been pumping out. Um, they've been incredible um, from Fox. Uh, he's, he's knocking them out of the ballpark. And I, and, and I just, it's, it's just amazing to watch them unfold. Um, we've got some fun stuff returning um, this for the upcoming NFL season. So be on the lookout for some of that stuff as well. Uh, make sure to tune into the betting show that's dropping on Tuesdays with Clarkson and I, where we're dis- discussing the betting portion of each of these uh, over and unders. Um, but with that being said, it's the movie corner time. We've got quite a few things that we can talk about. Obviously, this is airing the week of the 19th. So some of these things that been watched um, before, but um, we had fall, um, which I really enjoyed. I have a, interviews with the director and the two stars over on the YouTube page. Um, I really enjoyed this film. Matthew Fox is the type of guy that is uh, has the strong fear of heights. And if anybody knows anything about fall, um, Matthew Fox went and saw this in a theater. So, yeah. I didn't even know, you know, I never watched a trailer. I never looked up what it was uh, about. And um, like 20 minutes in, I was like, uh, like Joe Bluth, I've made a horrible mistake. It's definitely a good movie, though. Um, it's terrifying. I... <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Fox's best horror of 2022 um maybe of a decade have you watched the league of your own yet i watched the pilot um i thought it was interesting uh they went a little bit of a different way it wasn't as funny as i was expecting at least not in the pilot i really love drc carden um so curious to see uh where that goes and then um i have seen day shift which is a film <laughs> it's a movie that came out um speaking of which another netflix movie coming out this actually drops on the episode will drop on friday but the uh movie drops on wednesday and that's called look both ways uh stars lily reinhardt i actually really liked it i thought it was a good movie um i thought it was creatively done in a way i was worried that it was going to be kind of cliche and cheesy and it is i mean it is in some ways but 
sometimes Netflix is Netflix is very hit and miss with their rom-coms and it's either like a strong hit or miss you know what I mean like you know you have Purple Hearts which you know had Matthew Fox and I crying like babies and then you had some of the other ones that are just downright awful but this one I enjoyed I'm not going to sit here and say it's a groundbreaking film by any stretch of the means but I enjoyed it um also releasing on Paramount Plus is Orphan First Kill um I don't understand why we needed this movie but I mean I'm sure I'll probably watch it like Fox will or maybe you won't I don't even know but in theaters you have Beast starring Idris Elba which I love Idris Elba but this movie looks terrible um I'll probably go see it in theaters just because it's Idris Elba but curious too that the, like will packer who's made mostly as far as i can tell romantic comedies now making maybe. an action film with idris elba and charlotte copley well maybe it's a uh maybe it ends up being a rom-com about idris elba falling in love with the lion i, I don't know we'll see man with that being said we appreciate you guys listening uh next week we're going to touch on the afc east um we'll do the same thing must have and avoid and then we're going to talk about um the predictions for the standings and of course our movie corner next week is going to be highlighting the best movies of the summer i look forward to talking about a certain movie over and over and over again just to make matthew fox happy and then on top of that the week after that will be the big finale. Um, it will be the big show heading into the uh, NFL season, which I will be rerunning. So if you've probably listened to a lot of these shows, what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do this on the betting show as well, is I'm going to talk about, um, you know, Fox and I are going to do predictions. We're going to do, uh, you know, MVPs, player of the year, all that mumbo jumbo, you know, and then we'll break down our playoff playoff standings and stuff like that. But um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep my betting thing in a, in a spreadsheet and, and even some of the teams I'm not betting up. I, I mean, I'll just keep it like that, but I'm excited for the, as we're inching closer to the NFL season, I'm excited. It's all I'm trying to say. I don't even know why I said it in 5,000 words, but here we are. I just really got caught up in saying that Idris Elba was going to fall in love with the lion. So with that being said, uh, didn't he do that in cats? Um, all right. With that being said, oh. we are, oh. <laughs> we are out of here until next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.